want to talk about you a little bit today. Is that okay? Okay. But first, let's talk about me. There was a show I watched when I was just a wee one back in the day, WPIX Channel 11 out of New York City, called The Magic Garden. This is the garden of make-believe, a magical garden of make-believe, where flowers chuckle and birds play tricks, and a magic tree grows lollipop sticks. Like I said, back in the day, early 70s, two hippie chicks in t-shirts, bell-bottoms, Paula and Carol, I believe, were their names, swinging on old school swings and strumming away on the acoustic guitar, teaching us everything we need to know about caring and sharing. Because caring, after all, is sharing. And I think it works the other way around. Sharing is caring. Anyway, occasionally they would have conflict with Sherlock the Squirrel. They had not diagnosed oppositional defiant disorder at the time, but I am sure he had it. Um, but anyway, my favorite segment was when they would call out the names. And I always waited for mine. Hello, Pablo and Xavier, Francois and Bianca, Alexandria and Euripides. And on and on they'd go, week after week, calling out every name under the sun. Every name but mine, of course. They never got to Nancy. What the? I, 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 it's a pretty common name, hippie girls. I mean, okay, I get it. You know, uh, looking back as a full-grown adult, I can see what they were doing with the inclusivity thing. It's important to include everyone. Yes, yes, I have a daughter with an uncommon name, and you can never find it in the souvenir shop. So, yeah, I get it. Everyone needs their moment to shine, especially when you fall out of the norm. And let's face it, Nancy is an average, ordinary, run-of-the-mill, typical name, or at least at the time it was. You don't see many baby Nancys around these days. I honestly have a hard time wrapping my mind around calling any baby Nancy. It's just an adult name. Ooh, hoochie-coochie-coo, baby Nancy. See, it just, it just doesn't work. But I digress. The point is, I never heard my name. And when you're five or six, all you know is how special it is to hear your name. You're not thinking, well, your name isn't interesting enough, and besides, you already have a keychain at the souvenir shop. Who do you think you are getting a shout-out on top of that? No, no. We just want to hear our name, right? The thing is, we all like to hear our name, don't we? Even if our name isn't so very interesting or exotic or famous. Isn't that funny how we like to hear someone say our name? It's like... You know me, right? Think about it. We all long to be known or even noticed. Now, let's talk about you. See, I didn't forget. I don't know your name. All right, well, maybe I do, depending on who's listening to this right now. But here's what I do know about you. You have value. Oh, I know that's a very generic ABC after school special kind of thing to say. And if you're even old enough to know what that was, if not, go find a Gen Xer and ask them to explain it. But it is nevertheless true. You are valuable. And not just because of your name. And not just because of what you do or don't do or who you're related to or who you look like or whatever other category you fall into. Oh, I know, I know, I'm stating the obvious here, but I'm doing it for a reason. I 
think we've lost sight of what imbues us with value. And here's why I think it. You know, there's a whole lot of chitter chatter these days about identity, and it's out there for a purpose. I think we're searching for identity. We're searching for purpose. We're searching for our value. So we're clinging to the idea of creating an identity that gives us value. And there's lots of identities out there. And I'm purposely going to let you fill in the blanks here. If for no other reason than because of that whole magic garden syndrome, that is, I don't want anyone to feel left out of this conversation if I don't name yours. But I think you know what I'm talking about. We take aspects of our background, our environment, upbringing, demographic, physicality, biology, psychology, you name it, all things that contribute to who we are and build our identity around that. Well, of course we do. That's what identity is, right? I'm a woman. I'm Irish. I'm Estonian. Yes, that is a thing. It is a real country. Look it up. I'm a wife. I'm a mother. I'm large-boned. That's what my mother used to call me. I think she meant that in a good way. I'm afraid of clowns. They really are creepy. So yeah, these things are all true of me. Oh, and by the way, if none of these things are particularly jazzy, I might feel compelled to play up or even make up some other aspect of my personality profile, you know, so I can feel more legit. Because let's face it, weird is the new normal nowadays. No one wants to be status quo. So what do I do? Uh, let's see, how about I market myself as a misfit? Ah, that's the ticket. But here's the truth. I'm no more of a misfit than you are. No less, either. What I am is a collection of quirks and talents and flaws and mundane facts. But I am not defined by any one of them. None of them makes me more or less valuable. My value lies elsewhere. But there I go, talking about me again. Back to you. So, same thing applies. You are this. You are that. You came from this place. You believe that thing. You were born this way. You were born that way. You were shaped by this, molded by that. All important stuff. All a piece of your story. But not one of those things is your full identity by itself. Not one of those things encompasses your true value. Why are you valuable? Get this. Because you are human. Because you are made in the image of God. Now, I know not everyone listening may believe that. And you know what? That's okay. It doesn't change your value. That's the beauty of it. And besides, you know by now this is where I'm coming from. So I do thank you for hanging in there with me. If nothing else, you can agree that your innate worth comes not from your contribution to society or seeming lack thereof, but from your humanity. Again, maybe you're all, yeah, tell me something I don't know. And yeah, I, I know we know this somewhere in the deep recesses of our minds, but I honestly think a lot of us have forgotten this very basic but very deep truth. And there's a bit of duality there, if you will, because on the one hand, we hate to be unfairly stereotyped. Am I right? Don't put me in a box. Mm -mm, uh -uh. I am a unique individual. And at the same time, out of this quest to be set apart from the masses, we've kind of created this limiting view of ourselves by pigeonholing our identities into these little niche categories. And I don't think we mean to do that. 
and I'm not sure we know quite what to do about it. You see, there's that old saying, right? The whole is more than the sum of its parts. You've heard that, right? I think that might apply to us. But sadly, so many of us have compartmentalized aspects of our identity to the point where I believe we are shortchanging ourselves, let alone the world. So what do I mean by this? So, all right, you, my friend, are more than your bodily functions. You are more than the box you check off in those annoying little surveys. Yes, you have a gender, and I know that's getting to be a confusing topic these days, and it's an important discussion, but I still contend that what's even more important than whatever you think about it is the fact that you are more than your gender. You're more than your race, your credit score, your SAT score, your social status. You are more. And I want to encourage you today to value your whole self, even the parts that you don't like. Because you know what? You're not perfect, by the way. You have flaws. I suppose I do too. Um, yeah, if you know me, you know I definitely do. You don't need to tell me. I already know, but feel free. Email me. Um, and some of them might even be major flaws. In fact, if you're human, that comes with a package. And because you know I'm all about Jesus here, the good news is we're not left alone with that impossible task of having to fix ourselves. But we'll save that for another chat. For now, I just want to leave you with the thought that you have value. No matter who you are or where you come from, what you believe, your very existence has purpose. Not because I say so, although I do say so, if I do say so myself, but because you were created with value. You are not an accident. You are not the result of some universal machine just cranking you out. You have purpose. And like I said, I may not know your name, but whether you've got a plain Jane one like mine or something fanciful and fun, I'm calling you out. You matter. You matter. And I just wanted to remind you. Say good morning to ya. Hope you'll have a shiny.